Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. On pictures of Alexander Dugan moments after his daughter exploded in a car bomb. Again, I don't have any problems beating puppies. (laughs) Oh no, this isn't recorded. (laughs) Welcome to It Could Happen Here, the podcast where Garrettson Davis is fine with violence against dogs. Yeah, right um, as you said that, Anderson wow. barked, by the wow. way. Wow. Wow. Cancelable. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cancelable. Yeah. Death deathly allergic to dogs. But they love you so much. So <laughs> if people were gonna if people were gonna pick an assassination method for me, just to t- get a whole dogs. bunch of dog dander and rub it on my pillow and I'll be dead with I'll be dead the next know. morning. I've se- I've seen you get rubbed on by a bunch of dogs and you've you've never died yet. No, I, yeah, yeah, that's true. You get true. uncomfortable and you have to use your inhaler and it's, a, you know, but I don't, I just, I just ignore that. <laughs> you get uncomfortable and you have to use your inhaler. Robert's like, that's great. I'm super thrilled with that outcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what other outcome I'm thrilled with? Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so Great, sick. great intro. Yeah, sick transition. That was great. So we are talking about the assassination of Alexander Dugan's daughter. Hell yes. Um, it's it's a it's a it's it's kind of a wild story. There's a lot of weird things going on. We still don't know much about what actually happened. Um, there's a lot of conflicting theories, a lot of experts who are saying different things, quote, quote unquote experts who are saying yeah. different things. Uh, it's it's wild, but I have a little write up here that we're going to go through based on what I assume everyone's questions will be uh, about this assassination. Uh, first thing, probably before we, before we get into Alexander Dugan's daughter, I guess it's probably worth clarifying who Alexander Dugan is because to understand the nature of this assassination and possible motives, it's important to know who he is as a person. So I know we've talked about Dugan on the show before, kind of briefly, but uh, Alexander Dugan is a Russian traditionalist, neo-fascist political theorist. 
Um, some people call him a philosopher. Boy. I think that's being a little generous. That's, that's um, so many fun <laughs> things in a row in that description. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was uh, born in 1962 into a high-ranking military family. And uh, Dugan spent his early years as an anti-communist dissident in the collapsing Soviet Union. He joined various uh, dissident, ultra-nationalist, occult, anti-Semitic, and fascist groups or collectives that sprung up during the last uh, two decades of the Soviet Union. Uh, in the 90s, he was one of the founders of the Russian National Bolshevik Party, uh, which he left in the late 90s because the party was not fascist enough. Um, so he, he left the, the political party he helped, he helped start because it, it had too many of the Bolshevik parts of the National Bolshevik Party. Um, he, he kind of carries on some of the traditionalist political philosophy from 20th century esoteric fascist writers like Julius Evola, whose book on pagan imperialism uh, Dugan translated into Russian. Just as a brief bit of context for people, now, you know, it, there, fascism and communism are, are portrayed as in strict opposition to each other. But if we're going back to the 20s and 30s, a lot of these guys had a lot of things in common. There were times where the Communist Party of Germany and the Nazis would fight the cops together. Um, there were people in the Nazi party who were more or less national Bolsheviks in terms of their political outlook. Yeah. Um, and they were all murdered on the night of long knives like the Nazi party had a left wing that it purged. Anyway, this is just like this is not coming out of nowhere. This isn't a new development. Well, and the thing with Dugan is that he really is does carry on that type of red brown alliance idea with a lot of his politics of 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 bringing together some of the more harder fascists with uh, some people who are more like authoritarian communists. Um, and we, we see that with the National Bolshevik Party. At this point, Dugin is probably most known for his influence on contemporary Russian politics, uh, the neo-Eurasianism ideology, his writing on the multipolar world theory and his fourth political theory about the ascension of Russia as the world's like traditionalist political power um, and usurping the kind of uh, political dominance of the United States. And, uh, Dugin's neo-Eurasianism is described by Anton Shashekoslav, uh, an Eastern European far-right scholar, as, quote, a form of fascist ideology centered on the idea of revolutionizing the Russian society and building a totalitarian Russian-dominated Eurasian empire that would challenge and eventually defeat its eternal adversary represented by the United States and its Atlanticist allies, thus bringing about a new golden age of global, political, and cultural illiberalism. Uh, unquote. So it's, it's very cool. centered in just being against the ideas of liberalism and being yeah. against, like, globalist liberalism, like, actual, like, globalization. Um, and still, ca carrying over a lot of influences from esoteric writers like Julius Savola in terms of like it's anti-modern, anti-liberal yeah. uh, politics based in like traditional. Anti-multicultural, right? Like this, yeah. this, yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot of, if, if you've ever seen someone screaming about like Globo Homo or something, like <laughs> that's probably <laughs> one of these guys. Yeah. And that, that yeah. <laughs> Dugan's daughter actually in her last ever interview talks about that a little bit. And we're, about we're Globo homo. Yes. No, this is, yeah. Glo uh, like, the, and like, like there's, 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 there's a lot of people in the U S who like see this shit and like mistake it for anti-imperialism. And it's yes. like, mm -hmm. yeah. basically because like they, they've lost the ability to like conceive of an empire that isn't the U S Britain or France. And even yeah, that's sort of tenuous. It, it, and it's like, guys, like... From a lot of these questionable on. accounts, you get the attitude that, like, well, only the United States is capable of being imperialism. Which yeah. is then... Just, like, yeah. Then just say you're anti-US. Mm. Just say you're anti-the United States. Because you're not anti-imperialism. Because, uh, yeah. let me tell yeah. you something, there have been a lot of empires in history. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, my, controversial my, my, my statement my, from Robert Evans. Yeah. Quite, right quite a few different empires over time. <laughs> yeah, they are yeah. not all it's, America. Probably worth like pointing out that Russia, as it exists, is an empire, right? It's just a contiguous one. It's it's yes. one that that, uh, it, that is joined by land, not separated by seas. Doesn't stop it being an empire. Yes, as as we can see with them trying to expand into Ukraine, which is heavily influenced itself by some of the theory that Dugan was writing. 
from the 90s up until now. Um, and then kind of in reference to Dugin's influence on contemporary Russian politics, especially since Russia's so far failed invasion of Ukraine, Dugin is often referred to as, quote-unquote, Putin's brain or, quote-unquote, Putin's <laughs> Rasputin. Um, and while he is certainly oh, very no. well-connected and has... Uh, sorry. And, and while he is certainly well-connected and has quite a bit of influence in Russia and the global far-right movement in general, the degree to which he holds significant power in the decisions that Putin makes is definitely heavily contested among uh, actual political experts. Yes. We think some of so the whole Putin's brain and Putin's like Rasputin thing is a little bit overemphasized sometimes. Dugan's never held office. There's Dugan... Dugan's you know, never we, we, we don't even have a picture of Dugan and Putin together. Like it, we don't even know if they've actually like been yeah. in the same room. Yeah. We don't know if they're the same yeah. person. If, okay. if you <laughs> yes, know, Dugan yeah. and Putin are the same person. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Never that's correct, together. Chris. <laughs> the thing that is important to know about Putin as regards Dugan, because again, as Garrison said, not trying to make a statement here about the degree to like saying that he is or is not any kind of influence. But Vladimir Putin has been doing this, has been working towards the where he is now for decades, and is a guy who has had a view of the world for decades that he's worked towards mm -hmm. making real. Um, and it's not a view of the world that you need to be, Dugan's an esotericist. Like, you do not need to think esoterically to understand what Vladimir Putin is doing. He wants to reunite the Russian imperial project that fell apart when the Soviet Union did, using violence and whatever other means he can do, which is why he's gone, done what he's done in Georgia. Um, it's why he's done doing what he's doing in Ukraine. This is not, like, complicated. Understanding Putin's motivations are, is not hard. You know, I think a lot of people have kind of leaned into that Putin's brain thing, especially since the invasion of Ukraine, because uh, in in Dugan's uh, seminal 1997 book, The Foundations of Geopolitics, Dugan lays out his vision to divide the world up and calling for Russia to rebuild its influence through annexations and alliances, while all in uh, heavy opposition to Ukraine as a sovereign state. And a lot of Dugan's writing has been about trying to reconquer Ukraine and absorb it into Russia. Um, yeah, and, and he's I, a useful guy, but the, yeah, again, sorry. I don't and I, like the, the 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 in an article from a, the from the Guardian that I was that was uh, using for well, one of the sources for this episode, they they claim that the Foundations of Geopolitics was a very popular book of uh, in the Russian General Staff Academy, um, and kind of was was one of the things that shifted Dugan from like a weird esoteric dissident to actually becoming a more influential and prominent pillar of the conservative establishment inside Russia. Um, as, as Dugan's writing evolved, started to emphasize less the more esoteric elements, um, his, his writing did, did get more popular in Russia. Um, but at this point, he is stronger as a symbol, uh, less so than having actual personal influence over decision-making. Yeah. You know what does have influence over your decision-making? <sighs> they have influence over your decision-making. You're... you're uh... The, subli the subliminal messages that we've been placing inside our ads for the past three years mm -hmm. um, that leads that that has been an esoteric project of, of, of my design to, to influence you to buy these products and services. That's right, James. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying yep. to. I think we have a couple of different esoteric projects. I'm not sure what y'all <laughs> says. I'm trying to get people to bring the Subaru Baja back. That was the Subaru <laughs> car oh, that had like a little truck yeah. bed in the back. That was um, the Subaru car. Oh, my truck. God. Oh. What a what? fucking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to combine Speaking car of truck like one word, but I realized where that was taking me. <laughs> And I stopped immediately. No, it is it is a cuck. cuck. Yeah, it is a cuck. Yeah, it's, it's my it's, second favorite cuck. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why don't they call it the Subaru Cuck? And I would buy one immediately. Yeah. The Subaru Correct. Cuck. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Please buy. Um, please buy a Subaru Cuck. Enjoy these adverts.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. And we're back. All right. Sure so are. let's, I think it's now actually time to talk about the, uh, the actual casualty in this assassination, uh, which is not Alexander <laughs> Dugan. It is instead Daria Dugina. Um, uh, Daria Dedgina, more like it. Yes. She's, so she's, she was she, she was she was born on uh, December fifteenth, nineteen ninety two. Um, wow. Daria herself was a Russian journalist and far right activist who was very vocal in support Let's of put the journalist of in quotes there. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, she 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 did work for a number of journalists out, of, of journalism outlets, not only in Russia, including in France. Like she 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 did she was a journalist. Um she did work. It wasn't very good. She's a okay. bad person. Okay. Um but she worked okay. for a few French outlets. Sure. Um she was very vocal in support of the invasion of Ukraine in accordance with her father's political theories. Uh, she studied at the Moscow State University, specializing in the political philosophy of late Neoplatonism. So you already yeah. know she's going to be oh, really annoying. Yeah. Um, if it, anyone, if yeah. anyone even tries to describe yeah. that degree program to me, I might hit them. Like, absolutely yeah. no. Yeah, we've, we, 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 we have in that one sentence alone laid out justification for assassination. Okay, yeah, well, I, yeah, oh, yeah. okay, <laughs> come on. Yeah. I, 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 nope. think, I think that's a bit too far. I, nah, like, I, I, no, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say yeah, right now, yeah. I bought property with land so that when people say the word Neoplatonism around me, I can get rid of the body. So yeah. um, here's some fun facts about, uh, about Daria. Um, she played the flute. Um, she oh, was nice. she was in her she, she was that's in a nice. band yeah. I th I think in college, uh, called Dason May Refuse, uh, which was an electronic music band. Now, um, uh, oh, Dason, I, I bet her shit did actually rock. It probably did slap. Um, I mean, like, and this and this was when she was less of a fascist, actually. Um, mm -hmm. now, uh, just in terms of something that 
kind of an interesting note here. Uh, so Dazen uh, translates to uh, "here being," which was which is one of uh, Alexander Dugan's favorite favorite terms. It's it's related to the philosophical concepts uh, espoused by Martin Heidegger. Espoused. Um, Yes. Uh, <sighs> so it's it's just a little nerdy reference to both her father. I guess uh, she was probably exposed to the phrase via her father, but it's a Heidegger reference. So, so she named uh, her electronic oh, music right. band off of mm, yeah. off of Heidegger. If you're in a band, <laughs> she needs to kill her ghost now, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. If you're in a band with a Heidegger reference, leave that band now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. but yeah, when she when she was in university. Her friends say she actually she actually wasn't really into her dad or her dad's politics. Um, her her friends talk about that when she, when she was in university, she really liked um, uh, Guy Debord. Um, she, she was interested oh, in some of the more the situationist. French... Yeah, yeah. It's like Guy she was Debord, interested... uh, just just yeah. quickly is like a lot of popular stuff on the left now. Shit like uh, crime think, but also stuff like. Um... Adbusters is influenced by Guy Debord. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, also like the the the, the French Revolution in eighteen in uh, uh, 19, 19, 1968. Yeah. Why was it eighteen forty eight? Yeah, but no. yeah, I was Time trying to Guy Debord. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guy Debord was arrived for hundred and twenty years. <laughs> yeah, and never but, aged. Uh, he was also, I will say, this is a thing a lot of people don't know about Debord was influential in the development of war games and and is part oh, of yeah, the intellectual yeah. tradition mm. that gave us Warhammer forty thousand. That that yeah. that actually makes a lot Jeez. of sense. His, his it's, game it is makes sick. It, it it makes yeah. complete sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but yeah. Right. So she was she was into stuff like that inside like university. Situationism. Um, yeah. And was she a situationist? Yeah. No. I I I, I well, don't. She must I don't, have been. I don't, if she likes. I don't think board, she. Right? Descri- it's, I don't think she would have described herself as that. Okay. Um, but that was the types of stuff that she liked talking about, and that was the types of groups that she was involved with. She she never talked about her father, and her father was already a very popular um, person at this time, specifically inside Russian universities. But she she was she did not jive with that type of stuff. Um, and then by by the end of her kind of time in university, she started shifting more towards what her friends describe as orthodoxy. Um, I would say is like she shifted more towards her father's traditionalist stuff. I'm not uh, sure what exactly caused this shift to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's a, a quote from one of her friends. Quote, it, w- it was strange because before that she not shown any interest in him and her father had no influence on her. Um, and it, that, that is that strange. Sh- it's so yeah so something by the by the end she by the by the end of her time in university and she got and by the time she was out of university um she actually just became an activist with the international eurasianism movement of dugan and began to arrange lectures for her father and uh became a very active supporter of his and then uh after that she started writing for state run news outlets like RT and running parts of her father's website where she was then listed as his press secretary and started to appear at the events of the uh, Eurasian movement as a speaker as well so she she shifted in like the last like probably 10 15 years yeah the past like 10 years she was shifting more towards her father even though when she was in her 20s she was more into some of the french leftist stuff that doesn't surprise number one it's pretty normal for young people to rebel against their parents in that era and like be interested in stuff outside of it and like i think there's a couple of different ways this could have gone but a thing that makes total sense to me is that she's rebellious she explores some things the primary thing she learns is that life out there is hard and like making a living on your own and completely (laughs) like is difficult. And her dad has a lot of influence and she can make a lot of money working for him. And so back, back she goes. Yep. I don't know. I I don't know the woman. She lost, she lost a lot of her friends over this because when she started doing stuff with her dad, her friends who are like situations, people are like, no, fuck that. We're not going to hang out with you. It seems like a real response. Yeah, it's 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 kind of actually a bummer. Like I I, I only yeah. I only I only got to this part of her life um, a few days ago when I was doing the research, and this is actually this is something I stumbled upon later in, into my research for this episode because I was I was mo- mostly I was mostly fo- focused on like the actual assassination part. Um, and I, when I found this, I was like, oh, that's actually kind of sad. Yeah, that um, is sad. Yeah, I, I will say I I don't know if this is at work here, but the, there is a thing. In like there is a current in the French ultra left, like after '68, like going into the '70s and '80s, that gets like really fucking weird. 
and kind of goes fascist based around it, it, it's it's a long story. There's there, there's a whole thing about a guy who was like sort of involved in the ultra left circles who was like, I I, I think he'd been in uh, he'd been in a concentration camp, but he'd been in one of the ones that like wasn't an extermination camp, and he started doing like Holocaust denial. And there's like this whole fucking thing where like a bunch of these people, oh, like, great, kind of went really like went really fucking weird. The, the rest of the people, like the rest of the ultra left, disowned them, and like they like yeah. were kind of involved in a bunch of the sort of like the like founding the french neo-fascism <laughs> yeah so I mean, it's not again, like yeah, it's not yeah. it's not a path that like has never happened before yeah that's but. not coming out of nowhere no, especially yeah. when your father is who he is yeah that's not yeah it's not surprising yeah. so when she started so yeah in, in in the past few years she started acting as her father's press secretary scheduling uh, events for him she was doing she was doing more uh, writing on her own um in various outlets including state-run outlets but also outlets in other countries um, but definitely shifting more towards the kind of traditionalist Eurasianism um, side of politics. Uh, earlier this year, she was sanctioned by both U.S. and U.K. authorities who, uh, un- under under accusations that she was con- significantly contributing to online disinformation around Russia's invasion. Um, and in an interview just a few months before her death, uh, Daria expressed pride that both she and her father had been targeted by Western sanctions. They kind of, she kind of wore it as like a, as like a badge of honor. Um, it's anti-imperialism. It's it, what it is. <laughs> in its filing, the UK Office of Financial Sanctions called Dugina a, a, a frequent, high-profile contributor of disinformation in relation to Ukraine and the Russia invasion of Ukraine on various online platforms. Cool. And to, to, to get a sense of how she actually politically described herself uh, in the months before her death, in an interview from May of 2022, she described herself as, quote, a political observer of the international Eurasianist movement and an expert in international relations. My field of activity is in the analysis of European politics and geopolitics. Okay. In this capacity, I appear on Russian, Pakistani, Turkish, Chinese and Indian television channels presenting a multipolar worldview of political processes. For me, a particularly important issue is the development of the multipolar world theory. It is clear that the globalist movement is over and the end of liberalism has come. The end of liberal history. Unquote. So oh, wow. and, and backwards Fukuyama. And guess and guess what she thinks is gonna replace liberal history. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's, it's, I have I have some theories. It's Orthodox traditionalist Russian fascism. Yeah. Um, she in that same interview she described the war in Ukraine as quote a clash between globalist and Eurasian civilization unquote. Oh, I'll let I'll let my friends in Kiev know what they are. That's great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they'll, they'll be excited by that. Yeah, yeah. It, it is it, it is one of the things that's been sort of interesting to me about this whole thing is like okay, so Dugin sort of comes out of like like Russian national Bolshevism to some extent. Right. But then like, if, if you look at the propaganda about Ukraine, it's like, okay, these people are all, these people are all Nazis, but like also they're communists and also they're gay. And it's like, yes, well that, that's the thing is like, you know, do people like Dugin and Dugina while being absolutely fascists can, can pretend to be against Nazis for various reasons. Um, Dugina definitely, uh, is, and, and Dugin as well are, are, are pretty homophobic. Um, and yeah. they, they view gayness as a sign of like degenerate liberalism. So like, but like they definitely walk that line between the, like, but you know, the, and that's the thing a lot of the like red, red brown Alliance or national Bolshevik type things do is walk that line and how they, how they try to present their, you know, cultural beliefs who are heavily based in traditionalism versus their, uh, versus their beliefs on like fascism and communism. Um, but anyway, we are, uh, let's see. And in, in her last ever interview, um, which took place on the day of her death, um, Dugina said that, quote, Western Just totalitarian- like Biggie, by the way. I don't know who that is. <laughs> oh, my God. No, uh, no! God damn it. Uh, Garrison. Dis- God damn it. Uh, we need to stop. Everyone yeah. needs to stop. <laughs> All right, we're doing a Biggie episode yeah. next. Garrison, yeah. Garrison uh-huh. you have your homework for this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. yeah. Please don't- come back next mm-hmm. week and do better. So in, 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 in her last ever interview, she said that, quote, Western totalitarianism has come to an end and a special military operation is, it seems to me, the, the last nail in the coffin of this world hegemon. Um, and then 
later on in the interview, she talked about how environmentalism, support for transgender people, quote, the conversion of a person into a homosexual, unquote, as well as oh veganism and freeganism are <sighs> tools with which the West is trying to fragment society and reduce its yes. population. Yeah. Freeganism. My, my friends who dumpster dived so <laughs> yeah. they could buy more drugs 15 years ago were <laughs> yeah. part of a conspiracy to fragment society. Uh, yeah. It's not that cocaine was expensive and the, the fucking Trader Joe's didn't lock its dumpster. It's that, okay, Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so wow. those 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 were the views that she espoused hours before dying. So well, <laughs> talking about the conversion of a person into a homosexual, transgender people, freeganism as being the things that are destroying the West. Right. Yeah. To be clear, all of these things are based and should in fact destroy the West. But, yeah, if the if the thing yeah. that finally kills capitalism is dumpster diving teens, I will be thrilled. But I yeah. I, I just don't see it happening. Uh, <laughs> so before we get to the actual deed, let's set the stage for where this uh, this event took place and where everything went down. So it's August twentieth, a Saturday. Uh, Alexander Dugan and uh, Daria Dugina are attending this festival just outside of Moscow where Dugan's making a planned appearance at. Um, and he gave a lecture that Saturday evening at this festival. Now, the, the festival is called the Tradition, quote-unquote. Tradition oh, is, is, is what, is what every, 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 everything calls it. So I wonder what the festival is about, huh? I'm sure it's really, just yeah. appreciation yeah. Of, of the headline song from the play Fiddler on the Roof. So, as best <laughs> sung by Zero Mostel. Look it up. Seriously, look oh, it up. It's, it's an incredible performance. <laughs> That must have been it, right? Mm -hmm. So the Tradition Festival is billed as, quote, a patriotic cultural festival and family event for art, literature, and music lovers. Mm -mm. No mm. dance. No traditional mm. dance. This is the right. lamest That's... thing I've ever heard. So yeah. it's yeah. basically, it, it's, it's this traditionalist kind of quasi-fascist, like, art festival for people who like Neoplatonism, um, is what it actually is. Um it it takes place in Zarkovo uh, Manor. It's this it's this big estate about twelve miles away from Moscow. Um, the tradition festival is supported by the Presidential Fund for Cultural Initiatives, the Ministry of Culture and Tourism for the Moscow region, uh, among a few other kind of sponsors. And both uh, Daria and uh, her father were special guests at this year's festival. Um, in an interview. A colleague of Dugina's said that the, the conversation topics at the festival uh, between Dugan, his daughter, and other tradition festival attendees, um, they, they, said, they said this in an interview, quote, We talked about the Russian idea, the empire, and the cultural war, unquote. So that's just like the regular conversations you're having at this yeah. festival to give you a sense of like what this thing actually is. Um, mm -hmm. And the blast that eventually that did kill uh, 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 Dugan's daughter uh, uh, happened shortly after Dugina left the tradition festival um, at the estate where her father had given a lecture just hours previous. Um, do you know who? Do you know who won't blow up? And I don't, I don't want to say that. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah. We <laughs> actually look. I'm going to say right now: if you are planning to assassinate a member of the Dugan family and want spot to sponsor our podcast, we're on board. I think we're fine with that. Actually, yeah, yeah that's a yeah. discounted tier for those. Yeah, people. yeah. Actually, yeah. we'll do it for free. Just give mm -hmm. us a name because like, we are freegans and we're yeah. tearing down society. This is this is part of our radical freegan identity. Uh, this is this is. This is what I'm going to do in between stealing old pumpkin spice coffee from the Trader Joe's dumpster. Unbelievable! I'm I I will do a <laughs> I will do a traditionalism to because <laughs> pumpkin spice coffee is destroying the West. We have to kill yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Robert, <laughs> Robert, and Daniel fucking love the pumpkin spice. It's amazing. It's destroying. Disgusting. This is degenerate liberalism in the form of pumpkin spice coffee has I to end. I do not enjoy it in any way, shape, or in no, I don't want to yuck your yum. I, I'm happy Here's that Robert ad. enjoys his Thank coffee. you. Thank you. Thank you for being a friend. I would like to friend. yuck your yum, Robert. Oh my no. god. Well, <laughs> Here's an ad break. You know what? Yes.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. We are, we are back. Um, I'm going to open up with a quote from... Um, oh, I love quotes. From the from. bomb. Boom. I, I don't know who that I don't know what that is oh the bomb the bomb yes. the blue hurried yeah Kablooey yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now Mr. Bomb when you exploded what's going through your head then we what actually, are you thinking yeah, about yeah. parts of Daria Dugina we actually <laughs> <laughs> uh, great but no to, to actually no no perfect yeah, we're finishing Assassination Week. To actually, to actually justify some of our kind of glee at this happening, because Dugan's mm-hmm. a horrible person. I'm, I'm and so read is a, his daughter. They're both trash. Yeah, yes, fuck I'm, yeah. I am going to read a quote from uh, Pyotr uh, Sauer in The Guardian. Quote, On Saturday night, the violence that the ultra-nationalist Russian thinker Alexander Dugan has propagandized for decades suddenly entered his own life when his daughter was killed in a car bomb mm-hmm. on the outskirts of Moscow. Love to and see I think that's a really important thing that like he's made his entire career off mm-hmm. of doing violence on other people and and promoting uh, yeah. like, genocides on people yeah. that he doesn't like. There, there are and, people I know who are dead because of the war that he and his daughter urged to happen. So, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. It's, it's 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 the same thing as like when every single fucking neocon ghoul dies, like. No one should. No one should, should. No one should feel bad about them at all because no. they spent. They dedicated their entire like, lives to having another country be invaded and having all these people killed, their lives destroyed. So fuck them. But yeah, no. The, yeah. the violence. The violence that he's fetishized and and propagandized for decades has has actually entered his life for like the yeah. first time now. And um, that's funny. <sighs> so after giving a talk at the festival. Dugan and his daughter were due to leave the venue together in the same car. If only. Dun, dun, but, dun. but at the last minute, Dugan decided to travel separately and take different vehicles. He was tipped to, off by the CIA. A, according to a friend of the family. <laughs> now, because at the last minute he did decide to, to take an, an, another vehicle, this actually has spawned a lot of conspiracy theories. 
um, yeah. which we'll kind of get into it a bit later. But but this this is what happened: is that they were they were they were going to leave together, and at last minute they decided to take separate vehicles. Um, five minutes later, while Doogie Note was driving a Toyota Land Cruiser on the highway, ah, oh, see about, now that makes that's, that's, a, that's a little bit of a tragedy. <laughs> that is Those, a tragedy. That, that's a fine car. It didn't deserve mm -hmm. to end that way. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, Robert, God, why couldn't it? Why couldn't it have been a Ford? <laughs> Robert, some, yeah. sometimes sacrifices are necessary for the cause. Yeah, yeah but Critic, this is. I'm, I'm gonna put that Mark. Land Cruiser on a flag. Let's put. Let's let, let's all pour one out for Comrade Toyota Land Cruiser. You oh. you served us well. You made the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. So that mankind might be free to go off roading. So. As, 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 as she was driving this Toyota Land Cruiser on the highway, a bomb exploded in her car, killing her immediately and sadly ripping the vehicle apart. Um, witnesses say debris ah. was thrown all over the road as the Toyota Land Cruiser immediately lost control and crashed into a fence and engulfed in flames. Uh, was, was anyone else hurt? Sweet. No. <laughs> There's Incredible stuff. Yeah, I mean a really solid assassination. it is. It's one of the better executed ones, especially yeah. for a car, especially for a car yeah, bomb. Yeah, for a car bomb, those it's like, like, yeah. like yeah. it's one of the most impressive car bomb attacks that has ever happened. Yeah, yeah. I think recently seen a car bomb that's. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> now that <laughs> car bomb that car bomb killed nobody, but yeah, that was yeah, quite a car yeah. bomb. It, it was a big boom. We thought that fucker was an airstrike at first. Yes, yeah, yeah, that was a large car bomb. So. Mm -hmm. uh, um, eyewitnesses called the fire brigade, but by the time they arrived, the entire car was up in flames, and firefighters only found one badly burnt corpse in the remains of the vehicle. So, investigators say an explosive device planted under the car went off and the vehicle caught fire. This happened uh, about 12 miles west of, of uh, Moscow, on, in, in the uh, near the village of... Oh, boy. You don't need to try that. Nobody needs Ballshire. to know. <laughs> Valims Valzami. 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 Okay. Valzami. Near near the village of Bolshar Valzami, uh, sure, at around yeah. 9:30 p.m. local time, investigators do believe the bombing was quote premeditated and oh really uh, a really yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 no it's it one of those casual <laughs> spur of the yeah. moment yeah. guys yeah. just <laughs> walking down the street with a bomb see yeah. Stugina driving around. Yeah, why not? But you didn't buy the like, explosive edition. It wasn't a it wasn't a vehicle error. This was a bomb. Yeah, there was yeah, a yeah, bomb yeah. planted Land under. Won't let you down like yes. that. No, no, if absolutely not. If it had been a, not. a Ford or a Chevy, a Pinto, sure, yeah. If, so, I, if if a fucking F one fifty goes up like that, I'm blaming Ford. But no, this gotta, must yeah, have been yeah. a bombing. So the the bomb was placed under the car on the driver's side. Now a friend of the family named uh, Andre Krasnov, uh, who's also the head of the uh, Russia Horizon social movement, um, was the, one of the first ones to conf confirm the reports of, uh, of Daria's death, and, but also said that the bomb could have actually been intended for her father. And he gave sure. this quote to media, quote, This was the father's vehicle. Daria was driving another car, but she took his car today, while Alexander went in a different way. He returned. Uh, he was at the site of the tragedy. As far as I understand, Alexander or probably them together were the target. Unquote. Now, this is this is just speculation, actually. Um, yeah. From what I can tell, there is actually more evidence suggesting the car was indeed registered to Daria Dugina. I, I, we, I, I don't believe it is uh, her father's car. Uh, we, there was uh, some of the vehicle re registration was leaked by a Russian opposition uh, uh, news news site, like a news site in in Russia, who is not state funded. Uh, leaked the car re registration. It was registered to Daria, not her, not not Alexander Dugan. Um, so, but it it is very likely that Dugan may have been a target as well. Like very extremely likely. Uh, it's it's hard it's it's hard to say. Uh, now, in one of the funniest parts of the assassination, uh, footage posted on Telegram appears to show Mr. Dugan walking up to the site of the crash. <laughs> and 
in shock with his with his mouth just gaping open and hands on his head like he's in like this surprise it's so meme funny. face. It's so one of the good. funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> he's walking up to the side of the crash like, oh, it's very. I, th- th- that is that is the that's the sound of the face he's making is. Oh. <laughs> Um, we, we love to see a wizard in distress. Uh, so. (laughs) (laughs) Sad Um, wizard. So the attack happened on Saturday and then come Monday, the federal security service or the, uh, the FSB, uh, said that the murder has been solved. Come, come, come the next Monday. And this (laughs) is. This is not wow. true. This is what we call a lie. Uh, huh. From the FSB. So, yeah, yes. that's that's really an, disappointing. An untruth. Yeah, that's... Wow. <laughs> from, from the Russian FBI. No. Yeah. No. Look, no intelligence service has ever told a lie. Uh, yeah, then not oh, even make That's it. disappointing. So, yeah. so yes, uh, uh, according, according, to, according to the, F, the FSB... Uh, the the attack was masterminded by the Ukrainian secret services. And oh ca- wow! Depended and, on them and carried out by an Azov Ukrainian national named <laughs> <laughs> named, <laughs> named uh, Natalia uh, Volk, um, who fled. Oh, Volk! To- wow! What? Last name yeah, yeah. Volk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're uh, we're uh, we're pitting yeah. the crime on Johnny racist. <laughs> Yeah. So, Keith hit the fan, did it again. <laughs> Who fled to Estonia? Uh, Estonia. Estonia. That's Estonia. Yeah. Estonia following the killing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Russia, Russia's FBS did a very brief investigation. FSB. And cla- yes, sorry. Um, <laughs> R- Rus- Russia's FSB did a very brief investigation, claimed that it was this uh, female Ukrainian citizen, um, and that, and that uh, she fled the next day, which was Sunday. Uh, Ukraine says, uh, nah, uh-uh, not really. Nah, um, yeah, that is, I mean, basically you the do, you, that, that Ukraine has made. Uh, I, so, yeah, Ukraine's really I, good I, at that noise, actually. It's one of those things, I, I would not be surprised, obviously, if Ukraine did it, and they have the people responsible, or some of their network are still in country, of course you, you make a, a denial, but if Ukraine did it and they were out of the country, I can't imagine why they wouldn't be like, "Yeah, man, we fucking did it." <laughs> yeah, no. So <laughs> they, we were at war. Yeah. I'll I'll read the actual statement. So a Ukrainian official dismissed the accusations of Ukraine's involvement in the incident. Uh, "Quote: Ukraine, of course, has has nothing to do with this because we are not a criminal state, which is the Russian Federation, and even less a terrorist state," said. Uh, Mykelio Podialak, uh, who is an advisor to President uh, Zelensky. So, <sighs> yeah, so I mean, maybe y- Ukraine obviously denies involvement in this. Um, There's a bunch of people. It could be, could be Ukraine, could be the CIA, could be Ukraine and the CIA, could be the FSB uh, or the GRU. A, a, a lot of a lot of people have, have shit, a lot of people but, have yeah. theorized yeah. all of those things. Yeah, um, there's really I, no way to know. I, yeah, a lot of people been, could yeah. have done this. Yeah. 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 Are we uh, are we going to get into the person who detonated the bomb or like the car they used? We don't. We behind? don't. We don't know what actually happened. I, I'm going to get to some of this a bit later, but some of the actual mechanisms that caused it to happen are still unclear because the because the FSB is not like given us any definitive evidence on how <laughs> this thing actually worked. But the head of the uh, the Donetsk People's Republic. They they issued their own statement on Telegram saying, "Vile villains, the terrorists <laughs> of the scoundrels." <laughs> 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 oh, so the, they're just they're just doing a Cobra Commander. That's awesome. You know what? Vile <laughs> villains, the terrorists I, 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 of the Ukrainian regime, trying to eliminate Alexander Dugin, blew up his daughter in a car. We cherish the memory of Daria. She is a real Russian. Girl, that's uh, their well, statement. What? I do. I love yeah. that they add in a car Russian as if that makes it worse. That like if they'd blown her up some other way, it would it would not have been as vile. But I, in a car, I, I just love that they end it with she was a real Russian girl. Yeah, yeah, what? yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like Pinocchio, but. Mm-hmm. It's very funny. So yeah. some some politicians and experts, quote unquote experts. 
I've said that Putin himself may have orchestrated the bombing with little to no evidence uh, in support of that theory. There was a British member of parliament said that Putin may have targeted Dugan over recent criticisms made against his government, which I find to be very uh, yeah, I, fishy. They, um, Putin's gotten rid of a shitload of guys who used to be close to him lately, and he didn't use car bombs for yeah, any Yeah, he pushed about windows. Yeah, yeah like, they, they yeah, commit he, suicide. They get sick, you know? It's, uh, yeah. A lot of uh, uh, many historians or like, um, you know, extremism kind of researchers are definitely kind of eyeing up the the FSB. Um, sure. It's you know, it's but it's it's really it's it's really unclear. Uh, there, there was um, uh, people proposed that like this this attack was orchestrated to kind of create a wave of needed anger in Russia six months into their mm. failed invasion. Yeah. Had that worked for them? Ruslan Atrad, a security researcher in the in the U.S. think tank Atlantic Council, proposed that uh, the the uh, the FSB uh, and or, or or other Russian state kind of apparatuses could have been involved, saying that's evident that the that the murder of Dugina created a wave of needed anger in Russia, and that quote Dugin is now mostly a symbol, not an instrument for the state. His yeah. role in the creation of current Kremlin mythology for Eurasia and the so-called Russian world has already ended and he and he can be sacrificed currently the russian army needs victories and a patriotic flame so they, they're kind of he's I proposing mean, that he was it was like the, this like symbolic sacrifice that like if we sacrifice this figure that means this thing people will be willing to like keep on fighting the Ukrainians literally have literally bombed and struck inside Russia at this point and killed 50,000 plus of their children. You would think that would be enough to make the Russians angry. Like blowing up this weirdo's daughter isn't going to be the thing that galvanizes the nation. Well, to, yeah. to, to be clear, though, this is the kind of dumb shit the Atlantic Council would be advocating yeah, that for. It, yes, it is absolutely yeah. stupid absolutely. Atlantic Council shit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And now, one, of the, one of the funnier explanations... That or theories being posited is by former Russian state deputy uh, Ilya Ponomarov, um, who is now uh, in, 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 so in an appearance on his Russian language opposition TV channel in Kiev, alleged that uh, that Dugino was killed by Russian partisans from a previously unknown anti-Putin terrorist group dubbed the National Republican Army, and that both Dugin and his daughter were targets. And according to this guy, the group authorized him to issue their manifesto via his Telegram channel. Uh-huh. Um, ah. And this group is entirely made up. This is not real. <laughs> this is... This is like this, like this, like this, like former Russians. This, this is like this, this, this former Russian official turned this like Ukrainian lib guy who claims that it's this secret anti-Putin liberal terrorist group. No, that contacted him and and no. secret. This, this was this was their first ever attack. Yeah. That's yeah. that, that and they're they're going public yeah. as this new terrorist group. And I'm absolutely gonna, I'm gonna... not. I'm going to say this is the only one of these theories that is abs- that that I don't believe. Like the, the 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 this assassination is a lot like what happened to Epstein where everyone who brings up a theory has some other reason for having that theory and so I don't trust anything anyone says about it. But every theory yeah. about why he might how he might have died is plausible, right? Like every all of these are plausible. Yeah, might like I don't list, I don't care what the Atlantic Council has to say, but yeah, it could have been the FSB. I don't care about like what the Russian government has to say, but yeah, it could have been the Ukrainians, but definitely was not liberal terrorist groups first bombing. <laughs> no, yeah, like this is this is the thing. Like that. What one of one one of the like the, the like the single thing where like you can instantly tell that someone is lying about what happened in a bombing is when they say a, pr- a previously unknown group. Like yes. every single it is time. this happens yeah. constantly. It's so it's, hard to bomb things. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like uh, so, um, it's. Sergei Samleny is a German political uh, expert with particular focus on Russia and Eastern Europe. Yeah, he definitely has made a lot of statements talking <laughs> yeah. about how Kremlin's version of events is definitely, uh, he says, totally fake and absolutely out of the scale of possibility in terms of bl- blaming it on this this one Ukrainian uh, Azov <laughs> fighter who infiltrated Russia. Yeah. Um, and well... <laughs> Well, so the, the the FSB has produced quote unquote evidence to, to in support of this theory, uh, saying that this Ukrainian citizen who arrived in Russia in July with her daughter 
rented an apartment in the same building as Dugina's and yeah. spied on her. Easy time in the to enter Russia as a Ukrainian, by the way. July yeah. of this year. Yes. Yeah. With, your got, child. With, with, with your child. With your child. Rented an apartment in the same building as Dugan's daughter. So specifically uh-huh. as Dugan's daughter. Mm-hmm. And spied yeah. on her in like the month before the killing. Um, yep. The, the sure. FSB released a, a purported passport photo of the Ukrainian citizen, as well as a footage that allegedly showed her in Russia. With many people, including Ukrainian officials and kind of data analysts and like disinformation researchers, pointing out the various ways that the, that the document seems forged or digitally fabricated. <laughs> um, and uh, Samlani also says that this National Republican Army group is completely made up uh, because like, there's, there's, no, there's no way that there could be a, a terrorist group like this. It was like an actual group active that's not infiltrated by the, by the FSB right now. Um, just like he's like you're not like not like people can do individual acts of terrorism, but to have like a gr- like a big group like this comprised of like former Russian officials, he's like that's just impossible. That's just not yeah. that's just not gonna happen. Yeah. Um, no, I, I I agree with all of that. Um, honestly, one reason why someone involved in the Russian security state is plausible is because this was such a good bombing. It was like, very I, good. It's it's yeah. I, I'm leaning whoever it is because CIA is also like I'm leaning towards it's it's a state actor or because like fucking bombs are hard to make, especially like, they al- like almost close to zero percent of the time when an independent terrorist group makes a bomb does it work the yeah. way it's meant to. Yeah, and well, like, and it's, and like it's, this like, this wasn't even ignition based. This blew up yeah, as she was driving on yeah, the yeah. highway. So In like a remote pe- people area, have theorized like, it was. Yeah, like it could, it, yeah, it could well have been done. like heat activated. It's it, it could have had like a timer based on ignition stuff, but like whatever mechanism that got it to blow that, that got it to blow up is more complicated than your average car bomb, and it was way more successful than your average car bomb. So yeah. it's like it's it's bizarre how good they were at doing this. Yeah, and, and like I think it's yeah. worth mentioning, like okay, like th- there was a time where you could just if you needed to make a car bomb, like you could hire a guy. Who would teach you how to make a car bomb? Like we don't live in that era anymore. Like that. Like you, like in the seventies, you could plausibly do that, right? No, Although, yeah. if there that's the kind of training you want to offer for people to help try to take out Alexander, again, sponsor our podcast. Yeah, we're. I, I, yeah, our, our podcast sponsored by Becca Valley Two, Becca Harder. <laughs> I, I I do believe that. Uh, I I have this one source here. That that it's they the FSB claimed that the the bomb was either made of or equivalent to 500 grams of TNT, which is what? That seems, no, that seems like a bit much. Which is complete yeah. bullshit. But it's that's just like one what of, you'd use in Oregon to get rid of a whale. But that's but but that's but, but that's just one of the statements that that's like that's one of the statements that that the FSB has made on this that it's 500 grams of TNT, which is just not true. Like that's just no. not how bombs yeah. work. Um, so now we're going to get to some. We're we're going we're to close off here by talking about the the the, the aftermath and uh, the televised funeral because um, because oh, it's kind of funny. So yeah, uh, family, funny. friends, dozens of colleagues and acquaintances of Daria Dugina got together uh, live on TV <laughs> on the the Tuesday after after uh, after her death to bid their final farewell to the quote unquote journalist killed in the. Car bomb attack outside of Moscow. That's quoting from TASS, one of the uh, one of the Russian uh, state-funded mm-hmm. media outlets. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna read a quote from Alexander Dugan, who this is something he said on the televised funeral. Quote: She had no fear really, and the last time we talked was at the festival tradition. She said, "Daddy, I feel like a warrior. I feel like a hero." I want to be with my country. I want to be on the light side of the force. She's with a lot of Russian people now. And, and, yeah, and she's, she's with about 50,000 or so other Russians right now. So. I just love that, like, she's saying that. Yeah. that his daughter walked up to her and said, Daddy, I want to be on the light side of the force. She's, like, yeah. in her mid-30s. Like, what the fuck? I mean, a, a significant chunk of her body mass was converted into light. <laughs> I just, I just, I just said and that. I, I, I don't know. I just think it's a really funny thing that that Dugan was saying on this televised funeral. Just a, it's a bizarre quote. Um, 
He also said that uh, he wanted to bring up his daughter the way that he saw the ideal person to be, uh, saying, quote, the first words that we taught her as a child were Russia, our state, our people, and our empire, unquote. Yeah. Which again, none of this is true. Like, he's just no, bullshitting. But it's just, just like lying. a weird thing to <laughs> yeah. say at your daughter's yeah. funeral. Nah, you gotta, yeah. look, look, he got you, a daughter, it's like any other kind of investment, right? Like, and since she's been exploded, you gotta get as much as you can. Like, really, it's like wringing out a towel, you know? Uh, you, you gotta just make that last little bit count. And then uh, Vladimir Putin, uh, a few days after after the assassination, signed a decree to, uh, to award her with the Order of Courage post posthumously. So... <laughs> No. She I, she did she did explode courageously. It, so yeah, that is that that's the assassination of Dugan's daughter. It's wild because right. we don't really actually know we don't we we don't really know who actually did it. We 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 don't know nope. much about the actual event. We're unsure of the actual the actual like ignition of the bomb, how the bomb actually operated, who actually did it. I mean, obviously, like. This whether whether Dugan himself was a target or was specifically um, uh, Daria Dugina. Um, now, obviously, this was like heavily planned based off of her and Dugan's schedule, right? Because they were both openly going to be at this yeah, fascist but that's, cultural yeah, that festival. Anyone could have access to, um, yeah, yeah. But like you know, like it, it 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 did require like you know people were tracking their movements, being like, oh, Dugan's going to be at this festival on this day. Um, so like it's there is a lot of like background work that went into this. And it's fascinating yep. that we just we actually know very little about who who it may is. have done this and how and how the bomb actually um, operated. Uh, I, the, the primary clue we have is just how good the bomb was, which yeah. which means one yeah. way or the other a nation state actor probably, but that does not really narrow it much. So yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Uh, that was again one of the assassinations that happened shortly after we planned assassination week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And you're like, this oh my god, after. Mm-hmm. it's what like okay. man, like it, it, easily it is, our most successful PR campaign. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one of our best bits today. It's, it, I mean, it's it's just so wild to think of like how close Dugan was to dying because remember, like he he was planning to leave in that same car and then at the last minute decided uh, to take separate vehicles. So um, was he behind her when it went off, or like? Yeah, yeah. That's oh, wow. why we okay. got that great photo of yeah, him walking yeah. up to the site. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we should point this out too. Like, if, if it had actually been like 500 grams of TNT, like he, it, yes. that bomb would have there still would be been crater. exploding when <laughs> yeah. he walked up to it. Like, we would have yeah, a picture yeah. of him going, "Oh my god!" and then just his face would explode. But no, I mean, like a lot of conspiracy yeah. theories have popped up, being like, "Well, Dugan was supposed to be in that car, and then he left last minute. Maybe he was in on it. Maybe, like, maybe you know, the Russian state told him this was going to happen, and he and he just let it." happen and it was doing it for like this pr thing and like who knows like like do for, m- maybe maybe dugan did know that this was gonna happen like like there's there's no way to like you're just you're just you're just speculating yeah. at that point I, I, I will, you're just creating I, I theories in your own head but it is it is kind of funny that that dugan almost was in that car and then he wasn't and that is uh it, that is that is at the very least an interesting aspect of this assassination um, yep. But it's no evidence for one specific thing, right? Yeah, it, well, it could just be also... like, oh, I, I'm gonna make a stop somewhere on my way back home, right? Like, so I'm gonna take this, I'm gonna take this other vehicle. Like, it, it, there's so many other possible reasons for why he may have switched cars. Um, but it is, it, it's, it's another, it is another like thing to that that the people are are turning into various theories. Yeah, I, the thing I'll say about that is like, you have to have a lot of faith in your bomb maker to drive behind a car bomb. Like intentionally, yeah. like yeah. you've got to be real. Like, and I, I, I don't know. Either I, that, I don't... or you really hate your daughter in a way that's very <laughs> reckless. Yeah, but you could just like <laughs> yeah. turn off the highway or something, or like, oh no, my car broke down. No, like, you need to make sure that bitch goes down. Right <laughs> you you got to yeah. drop her. <laughs> you got to press the big plunger yeah. into the box. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least we're ending on a high note. Oh. Yeah. After. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I, I do All like right, that everybody. we started. At, we started assassination week with a car bomb, yeah. and we're ending it with a car bomb. <laughs> Five hundred grams of TNT. She declared the nearest church. No doubt. Yeah. It's, true. it's yeah. like poetry. Yeah. 
It's like poetry. It rhymes. And mm-hmm. I want to be on the light side of the force. Quote, fine. One of the, according to Dugan, one of the last things Daria Dugan said, I want to be on the light side of the force. Somebody, if there were oh. real journalists left in the world, somebody would reach out to George Lucas and just try to get a quote. <laughs> and you're not, don't email him. It's like, just go to a mall near Skywalker Ranch and wait until he goes to the Sparrow. You'll find him. Yeah. Well, All right, we're done. That does it for us today. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Check under your driver's side uh, door if you're Alexander Dugan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> imagine, imagine if he wasn't in, no like, if, 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 if if he wasn't involved or wasn't aware of this. He is going to be looking over his shoulder like nonstop oh, yeah. now. Yeah, it's awesome. This is a man who's it's never so getting funny. into a car he hasn't like shimmied it's, under. Yeah, no, yeah. he's, yeah. he's going to have to look under every car he gets into. It's so funny. Uh, we love to see it. Anyway, mm-hmm. ta ta. All right, we're done. It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. This is Raquel Willis from Queer Chronicles. Right now, there are close to 500 anti-LGBTQ plus bills in state legislatures across the country. Lambda Legal is leading the charge against these hateful bills that target mostly trans and non-binary people. You can fight discrimination and help write the next chapter of Lambda Legal History. To learn more about their open cases and to donate, visit lambdalegal.org. That's lambdalegal.org. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.